Hey guys, welcome to the Mortgage Man Podcast. I'm Aaron, aka The Mortgage Man, and this podcast is brought to you by Tenta Financial Advisors, where we're going to discuss how to do mortgages, KiwiSaver, and personal insurance better. We're going to have lots of guests, lots of information, and lots of helpful tips so that you can speed up the process. Enjoy. Hey everyone, welcome to episode 57 of the Mortgage Man podcast brought to you by Tenta. I'm joined by Anthony Brown today. How are you doing, mate? Good, man. How are you? Good. You're looking sharp, eh? I keep whistling at you. (laughs) (laughs) You too, man. Casual Friday. Um, So today we're going to talk about the bank of mum and dad. Uh, because there was a stat release that they have quite a massive proportion of mortgage lending that they just kind of give to their kids as a gift or as a loan. And we want to talk about the pros and cons of doing that as if you are the child mm. rather than the mum or the dad. <laughs> yeah. um, however, you'll probably kind of grasp whether or not it's a good idea if you are the mum or dad, if you want to do that in the future or right now. So I guess... Do you want to kind of cover the ways that, or the most obvious ways that a mum and dad could help with a child's deposit or house purchase? Yeah, I guess um, it kind of comes down to fundamentally, are they borrowing money to give it to you or is it money that they have already sort of just sitting around? So thinking of like along the lines of like a gift, right? So Mm. if they need an extra $50,000 for their deposit, can mum and dad gift them that from their own savings Yep. or do they use equity? Do you want to, cause I always have conversations with people thinking that equity is just available money and they don't have to involve the bank, mm. but it's very different from that. So how does that process work? If your parents have equity in a property yeah. and they want to gift it to their child, how does that work? I, th- I think it's fundamentally it comes down to understanding what equity means. It basically just means it's available lending based on the values of the properties. So you can always borrow 80% of a house that you live in yourself, or you can borrow 60% of a rental property. So what equity is, is when you look at the valuations of either the house that you live in or your investment properties, if you don't currently owe the bank 80% of that value or 60% of that value, that's what equity is. You're able to borrow that as long as you can afford to pay for it. Yeah. That's the piece. So, you have so. to be able to you have to be able to pay for that debt that is quote unquote equity. And that's where I think a lot of people get a little bit stuck. Um, going to your example, let's say the house is worth a million dollars, the mum and dad only have a hundred thousand dollar mortgage. Technically, they mm. could go up to eight hundred thousand dollars of lending, so seven hundred thousand dollar difference if they can service it. However, mm. most people's parents are retired or near retirement age, so therefore do no longer have a strong enough income to potentially gift that money to the child. Yeah, it really just comes down to how much lending do you need um, from your parents. So if it's only 50,000, you know, it's quite likely they can do it. If it's three or 400,000, it starts becoming, you know, when it's all, everyone's situation is different and you need to talk to a mortgage broker to figure out what is possible, but, yeah, it's it's case by case. Yeah, and so that in that situation it might be better if you had like an older brother or older sister that had property because they would still have 20, 30 years left in working. So it might. I mean, on, honestly, I would, yeah, the amount of times I've done a fifty thousand dollar top up for a parent to help a kid is it's, it's it happens all the time. It's not it's not unheard of. So. Okay, 
And what is the, I guess, the pros and cons of actually, because let's say that happens, you get your top up, you give it to your daughter or your son to use towards the house. Mm -hmm. Do generally, do people just gift it to them or did they give that them as a loan that they pay back every week or they pay back once the house is sold or once they've got their own equity? What are you kind of seeing as the most common way of uh, having that be paid or even just not paid at all? Yeah, um, it really comes down to the parent's situation. Like how well off are they? Um, a lot of parents, if they've... Or if how they're, generous. How, <laughs> how generous or how well off. Um, if, if, you know, it's quite tight then, but it... So for a good example would be if this, say, say we're buying a million dollar property again, um, the 20% deposit is 200,000, the kids have 150, the parents give 50,000. That for the result for the kids there is they're gonna get a massive reduction on their actual interest rate that they get charged on their loan. They're gonna get a substantially higher cash back from the bank, which is just money they give you for bringing the loan to them. Um, and the kids will be happy to pay that extra loan to their parents. So in that situation, it's kind of like win-win for everybody. Um, well, I mean, win-win for, win for the kids and no loss to the parents, really. Yeah. And in terms of the bank's rules, does or do they have any criteria that needs to be met about that gift? Because if they've got a $50,000 loan from their parents and they do need to pay it back, yep. does that need to be included in their servicing? So ideally it would be to make it easier for bank calculations, it would actually need to be a gift that's not supposed to be paid back or at least paid back once the house is sold. Well, realistically, you don't want to be assessing your mortgage on saying you're only going to have a mortgage of 800 when you realistically have 850. Yep. So from just running your own numbers, you kind of want to know that, yeah, are you going to be paying for it or not? Um, but from like the bank's point of view, if your parents are giving you the money and there's no legal requirement for you to repay that, then it's not debt that they consider part of your, you know, liabilities. Yeah. So technically, yeah, it means you can get more lending. Yeah. Um, but if you are going to repay it, like you want to have some serious, yeah, yeah, that's kind of besides yeah. the point. There is different, and there's a lot of different ways to protect your parents from a legal point of view around how you document that loan especially if you like common situation is you might be buying with your partner and your parents are gifting you and your partner some money and they're like well you're not married we don't know what's going to happen mm. um you can get that documented in a way that's going to really protect them so it's not you know there's no there's not there's not risk to them in that sense that was going to be my next question <laughs> like what kind of documentation does first off does the bank need to see do they actually need to see the money in the kids account before they give pre-approval mm. or is it they can just give a gift certificate right before they have it in the actual account there's two different types of um like documentation that the banks can can get one is if it's a gift from the parents they just want to see a gifting certificate and that's super basic it's just saying i'm going to give you this money and there's no obligation for you to repay it which you um, have a template of if you need it yeah which you've got templates of so you just literally insert name and amount <laughs> Um, and then the other option would be what's called a deed of acknowledgement, which is, um, a lawyer will draft that up. And that basically says that, for example, you might not need to repay the loan while you're, um, living in a property, but if you were to sell it, the proceeds from the proceeds that you get, the first 50,000 gets paid back to the parents. And then you guys go on your merry way. 
Yeah, and then that would also cover situations like if you and your partner split, what happens if um, it turns into an investment property or any hypothetical situation, Yeah, just to kind of make it safe and less risky for both parties, I suppose. Lawyer, lawyers think of every hypothetical situation. That's what they're paid for. So <laughs> that's probably what they've seen in some of the weird ones as well. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so that is kind of the way that your parents can help um, hmm. from a deposits point of view. Is there, you talked about a win and then a neutral, is there like any cons or negatives of them helping like that? Um, I. I'll flip it up a bit. I think there's actually at the moment, given the current market, there's actually a massive win opportunity for parents here, right? So um, think about it this way. Parents might be sitting on some some savings that they've built up over a lifetime of working. Um, they, you know, currently you a kid kids are paying up to 6.5% on a mortgage. Parents could give you a mortgage on their money effectively at a 4% interest rate help you guys out, still make really good money. Yeah. Um, 4%, 5%, you know, it's cheaper for you. And then they're still getting a really good return on their money. So That's if they have it in savings, obviously, if they have to get a yeah. top up on their mortgage to release equity, they're going to have to pay that current interest rate, right? So correct. That would in that scenario, if they only charge 4%, they'll probably lose a little bit of money. Well, yeah, I mean, you would like to think that, you know, if, if we're all doing things right, that by the retirement age, we're going to have some money. And then, you know, that's, that's the idea. If you do have money sitting around, you can, you can lend it out to your kids and make a good return on it. But yeah, yeah again, probably have a chat to a lawyer about how you document that. But yeah. So if the, the kids already had a big deposit and the problem wasn't actually the deposit side of the equation, it was the income side of the equation. Is there a way that parents can help? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that last example would be really good if they didn't have to pay as much on the mortgage. But um, yeah, they can guarantee like a portion of the mortgage. It does get more complicated because then they've got to be on the title for the property and then your parents have got to get assessed as well. And yeah, so it's so almost it's, like essentially owning the property with your parents. You can't really help pay for debt on a mortgage um, unless you're on the title of the property as far as the bank's concerned. So. It, it definitely opens like a new situation there around they need to be owners. So the question goes from, hey, mum and dad, can you gift me some money for a deposit to, hey, mum and dad, do you want to buy this house with me? Effectively, yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. That, yeah. and that's way more complicated in terms of like, if again, they've got other properties and their retirement age, how strong is their income? Yeah. Swan Z. Plus exactly. now they're liable for potentially your whole debt if you can't pay the mortgage. Yeah, and and to answer your earlier question around, is there any con con for the parents? Um, effectively, it depends on how you set it up, but it just means that if they've borrowed money to give to you, that's money that they can't borrow to do something for themselves. So it's always an important question or part of the conversation to have is like, well, what's your plans for the next three, four, five years? Um, when do you need me? When does this money need to be back to you? Because the, 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 the best part about this is, right, let's say you buy a house for a million dollars and you had to borrow $50,000 to help with a deposit to get that. If your house increases in value by, you know, $100,000, it's now worth 1.1. Um, you technically have, again, based on that 80% rule, You've increased the available equity by eighty thousand. You could borrow that fifty thousand, you know, in a year's time 
and borrow you you borrow it on yourself and then you can directly repay your parents in a year's time if the market's going that way yeah um yeah we've seen that happen people set it up that way yeah likewise if you pay down you pay down the debt as fast as you know aggressively pay down debt you can then re-borrow you know re-borrow that mortgage as a top-up to repay them as well so there's a lot of ways that this doesn't become an indefinite situation yeah and ideally if your parents do want the money back <laughs> you should probably give it back to them <laughs> i mean yeah if they want it back you know you yeah. probably probably and try your best to have that, that conversation <laughs> before they give you the money rather than midway through when you thought you didn't have to pay it back okay let's call it there um so if people need help with this kind of thing because i think it is more specific to each individual and their parents if it's available to them mm. and then having a sit down and chatting through the options and then kind of being like that one suits us best um how can they do that i think the best point like first point of call is um typically what happens how these conversations come up is the parents normally have an offhand comment like oh you know if you need some help maybe we can look at helping you out right um and then typically what's best is to get like a zoom call with a mortgage broker to actually explain the situation and how it affects them because the second hand or get them to listen to this podcast <laughs> um or i get them to click the show notes and book a call with us or book a call with us, yeah. that way. <laughs> um because typically what happens is the second hand explanation of how this works is never very fluid is in my it's experience like Chinese whispers. yeah yeah all right so hello at tanta.co.nz or you can just click the link in the show notes to book a call with us so you can talk about your next steps any closing thoughts Nah, happy Friday. Happy yeah. weekend. <laughs> happy summer. Apparently. Happy summer. Yeah, all right. See you next time. See you later.